and I have one big jab that is going to literally put a dent into the world. Okay. That's a very big statement. Well, don't you think? It's a big jab. It's a big dent. Yeah, but have you ever done this big jab or whatever you think you're going to do before? No, I've never done it before. Well, then how do you know it's going to work? I don't. So what is it and how much is this going to cost? A lot of things have happened since we left off in season 1. The world was rushing to get people vaccinated with a COVID-19 vaccine. Meanwhile, the Delta variant was infecting millions of people in India. Here, though, our province declared that summer was open, and people were out and about as the Delta variant slowly crept its way into the country. Sean and I also took the opportunity to meet with friends, go traveling, and even attended some weddings. And with social gatherings going from nothing to everything, I quickly realized that I developed social anxiety. But that's a story for another day. Today, I want to talk about Sean's big jab. Basically, Sean and I were talking about how to market DMSK, our cosmetics company for men. And he felt our marketing wasn't bold enough. We weren't doing enough to capture an audience. Now, if you listened to the bonus episode this summer, you might be thinking... But let me pitch this to you. OnlyFans. But no, that's not it. And if you don't know what OnlyFans is, well, it's not suitable for work. No, actually, the big jab Sean is referencing is something that made our entire team a little scared. From DMSK, I'm Deepa Mysteria, and you're listening to Thousand Miles, the podcast series documenting my journey as an entrepreneur giving you the behind-the-scenes details you never get to hear about when running a business. Every week, our marketing team gets together to brainstorm ideas for the company. Nothing is off the table. Every idea is written down, no matter how boring or crazy it is. In fact, part of this exercise, Sean makes everyone come prepared to talk about at least one crazy-ass idea. The purpose of crazy-ass ideas is not necessarily to do it, but to force us to think outside the box. Some crazy-ass ideas that have been suggested in the past include sneaking into a department store as a sales associate with our beard oil in hand, trying to sell it to people. Or having a beautiful woman stop men in the middle of the street, asking if she can apply beard oil to their beards. Another crazy-ass idea we had was having a highly visible billboard in the city saying, Wayne Gretzky is not the GOAT. GOAT stands for greatest of all time. And living in a city where Wayne Gretzky is idolized for helping the Edmonton Oilers win the NHL Stanley Cup, well, we thought that would probably enrage most of the city, but would pique their interest into checking out our website where they would see an advertisement for our beard oil named Goat. We didn't do these ideas, but we did do one idea to promote our beard oil called Goat. I believe that we're gonna create something with the goats that it's gonna be like, holy fuck, that was fucking crazy. Yes, you probably guessed it. 
we decided to bring in some goats. And look, it sounds like a, it actually sounds like a, a, a bad porno, which we like, mentioned. Real goats. goats and two girls. <laughs> That's what's it, you know what I mean? You're anyway, probably so wondering to yourself, how did you guys find goats? Well, it turns out there's a farm nearby that allows you to rent out their goats. I'm pretty sure it's usually for kids' birthday parties. Anyway, it wasn't that hard to find. It also wasn't cheap. Now, Sean is a really optimistic person. He thinks of the best case scenario all the time. But I'm a realist. Would you be able to sell 300 bucks a day at this Don't time? worry about that. Why are you okay, yeah, about that? I'm not worried about that. I, I think, I think, I, I, I want to know from a realistic standpoint, like, it, like, I don't know why you're worried about, can we even fulfill it? I'm fine with us selling stuff and being stressed out to fulfill it. I think we can do it. I actually believe it. I don't think anyone starting out can predict something will go viral for them. But like I said, Sean's optimistic. In the next two weeks, I think we're going to get a really big lift. Because I think with all the creatives, with all the branding, with all the stuff, like with the goat, like we're going to do some really cool things. You're really banking on these goats. No, but we, <laughs> no, no, but it's like, no, I, I think it's, we need to lean into it. And uh, Before the shoot, Sean shared his ideas for the advertisements he wanted to make with the goats. Initially, I was thinking that the girl would apply the goat oil on the goat. What? Yeah. Yeah, like the... Do you not even see how that's wrong? But I told him he needed to workshop his idea some more. So fast forward to the day of the shoot. There are three beautiful women and a man with a luscious beard in our studio. Our marketing team, Neve and Maria, are there, as well as our videographers, Mo and Mazin. Everyone's pretty excited but also a little scared. None of us have ever worked with live animals before, so we have no idea what to expect. What do you anticipate is going to happen during the shoot, like with the live goats? I, it's going to be unpredictable for sure, but Neve did her research and it looks like the goats are going to be cooperative. <laughs> I love how you passed it back onto Neve. <laughs> <laughs> it was so the goats arrive to the studio with their goat handler. Sean, Maria, and Neve are walking outside to bring everyone in. At first, no one sees the trailer we're expecting the goats to be in. They don't see a trailer because the goat handler transported an adult and baby goat in the back of her SUV. For context, she doesn't drive a Cadillac Escalade. No, she drives a standard small size SUV. How she managed to travel with two goats in the back of her car is beyond me. Anyway, the goats are here. They travel down the freight elevator with ease. Maria is standing in the corner of the freight elevator in fear because she's never been this close to a large farm animal before. And the team brings the goats into the studio. The goats are here! The goat handler walks in carrying a garbage bin in her hand with paper towels and Lysol wipes. A little weird, but okay. Everyone is in awe of these creatures roaming the studio. Like, how cool is this? The adult goat walks front and center into our stage area, as if he's ready for his photo shoot. 
Then I quickly realized that wasn't the case at all. You see, it's the only area in the studio that has open space. And the goat wanted open space so he could poop. <laughs> yes, the first thing the goat does is poop in the middle of our stage. As if to forewarn us of the day. I have never seen so much poop pebbles and urine as I did in the next two hours. Apparently, to keep the goats calm in the tiny SUV they were transported in, the goat handler just kept feeding them treats in the car. I'm a city girl who's never owned a pet in my life. I barely like cleaning my kids' poopy butts. This was some next level shit. Pun intended. I was shocked that the goat handler was perfectly fine going on all fours with bare hands, wiping up mounds of poop and a sea of pee with her paper towels and Lysol wipes. I was sanitizing my hands throughout the day watching the goat handler clean the poop. That being said, our models do an amazing job taking pictures with the goats. We get some great footage for our advertisements, and for the most part, the goats were calm. Over the next couple of weeks, our marketing team are busy creating social media posts, TikTok videos, and a bunch of video advertisements to use on Facebook and Instagram. It was a lot of work. There was a lot of footage. And while they were working on the ad creatives, I was working on getting the beard oil ready for shipping. I worked with multiple designers to get a masculine but modern design for the boxes and labels, made a custom formulation of beard oils with high-quality organic ingredients like marula oil, jojoba oil, and argan oil. I worked with manufacturers to have everything sent to us. It was just a busy time for the DMSK team. Finally, after all that effort, the advertisements went live, and it was only a matter of time for sales to pour in. Or as Sean says, We need to lean into it. So we leaned in, and sales trickled in. Our beard oil is the first product we launched where I put my heart and soul into creating something great. From the research, to testing formulations, to design, everything. The beard oil feels like it's a reflection of me. And I know it's probably the best beard oil in the market. We've done blind tests with people who have consistently selected our product over well-established beard oils. We've spoken to customers who bought our beard oil who also love it. We even sent it to influencers to get their take and received incredible feedback on how much they enjoyed the product. It is a premium product, and I know that. So to go through all this effort with the goat shoot to create what we thought would be viral content, only for it to fall flat, sucks. Especially when I know how good the product is. I know I shouldn't take it personally. I know that even though I feel like the product is a reflection of me, it's not a reflection of me. It's just a product. And this whole process is yet another lesson I've learned along my journey. I knew that there was no guarantee that the shoot with the goats would pan out, but Sean's level of optimism did give me hope. It goes to show that we have a lot of learning to do on our marketing front. And the only way to learn is to keep making jabs 
big and small, with the unwavering faith that as we persevere, it will it could be a work out. But that's the whole point of crazy ass ideas. That's the point that we, we try things and they may not work, but we're gonna keep trying. Because if we build the muscle that we're gonna try things, that's how we're gonna win. Coming up in a future episode of Thousand Miles. After getting into a groove of selling our beard fix products and trying to get reviews from customers to populate on our website, I stumbled upon a negative review from a customer. Apparently someone's been trying to contact us because he didn't get his product. Oh shit. But like, I don't, I don't get those emails. And since we've never dealt with a customer complaint before, we have no idea how to navigate the situation. I really hope you like this podcast, and if you do, it would mean so much to me if you could tell two people who you think would also enjoy the podcast to have a listen. My hope is to grow my listener base, and you are instrumental in helping me do that. Thank you so much for listening, and I will talk to you on our next episode of Thousand Miles. <laughs>